You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, whoa, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. The hump day, it only took one full day to get to. That's the best thing about uh, short weeks. You get to Wednesday faster and you're almost at your weekend. So I hope you all have some big plans for this weekend. But before you do that, you get three more days of us. Uh, Just to give you all the schedule, you get one more full day of me and uh, the co-host of the ACC Locked On podcast, who's joining us for a special episode, Andre Silva. He's on the road. He is joining us from I-95, headed down for the big move from Baltimore, down to start his new life back in the motherland of South Florida. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a big day today. And then tomorrow and Friday, we have a very special treat for you folks. Drake and Dave sat down with former Florida State fullback James Coleman, who now works in radio and podcasting, covering the team out of Jacksonville. Man, I, uh, whew, I'm pumped because just like y'all, I'm going to be hearing it. Now well, listen to it tonight, I guess. But theoretically, I'm going to hear it with virgin ears. So I'm I'm excited for that. It's going to be a phenomenal interview tomorrow and the next day. So drop in, stop by, listen to Drake, Dave, and James Coleman. Like I said, uh, Drake is on the road right now. So if he cuts out, then um, you just get me. In fact, it looks like we may have lost him for a second there. So if... You heard my rant yesterday. You know I was none too pleased about the format for the ACC tournament. In my blind rage, I didn't, I don't know, Google the results of the whole tournament. Didn't care. Turns out Duke actually went on to win the tournament. Makes losing to them not feel as bad. And, well, good for them. So I guess Miami didn't actually get to advance. But the principle of the matter remains. We would have seen Miami advance in a 1-1 tie scenario because of a really, really dumb, you know, situation. I also would like to point out um, my beautiful four-year-old daughter, almost four, four in August, Charlotte, was listening to the cast this morning, and I received a stern talking to for using the words dumb and stupid, rightfully so. Uh, five full dollars have been put in the swear jar of the Moody household, and that is what it is. So let's talk some stuff that makes us happy. Let's talk about a little bit of floor State football now, there isn't a whole lot football-wise going on. They're getting back into weightlifting as a team for the preseason, but there is a lot recruiting going on. As we spoke about yesterday, the dead period is over. They can now officially talk to recruits. They can do all the official stuff. Saw a pretty, pretty neat photo I'm looking at on Twitter here. I know, telling you all about Twitter when you can't see it is ridiculous, but we got a four-star Jaleel Skinner. Freak of an athlete, tight end coming in. Five-star Kevin Coleman, four-star Trey Donaldson, and committed five-star Travis Hunter, who's one of the top five athletes in the country and is likely to be one of the, if not the, top prospect in this recruiting class for the country. He's in our recruiting class right now. I've said recruiting class too many times, but the point is it's really cool to see these four guys and really just any group in Florida State uniforms, in Florida State gear, and it feels like feels like looking at the future. Now I'm not going to, you know, completely blow smoke up you and tell you that hey, we're going to land every four and five star that comes in just cuz they took official visits because well, unfortunately, they're taking official visits to other places too. So we have to contend with those places, we have to deal with that. But the reality is there's only one day where it's the first day of the end of the dead period, right? 
You never get a second chance to make a first impression. These kids chose to be at Florida State. They chose to put on white on white uniforms, take pictures in our locker room with our trophies. We actually have a couple conference trophies. Fortunately, they can take pictures with, unlike our neighbors to the South. And yeah, it's just, it's a cool thing to see. I'm really excited about what the staff is putting together and don't, don't cut your, your, your podcast, Apple pods, Spotify, your stitcher, wherever you're listening to off when I say this word, but gosh, it just, it feels like we've got some swag, some swagger. I mean, Norvell, you know, he's a little dorky and Dillingham's a little bit of a geek, but like in a cool way, like they're like, you know what I mean? Like they're like the coolest kids of that crew and as such, you kind of respect them. And I love it. I mean, the, the slingshot, if you haven't seen it, the slingshot is that vehicle, the little three-wheel contraption, you know, the two on the front, the one wheel in the back that you sit in side-by-side seats. They go really fast. You'll often see kind of when you see a group of bikers, there's always one person, the slingshot. Go to Twitter and check out the slingshot Mike Norvell rolled out at midnight into Dope Campbell Stadium last night. The thing is, to quote the great poet Nelly of St. Louis, Missouri, clean as a whistle and sharp as a razor. I mean, wow. Then you go on Twitter and you look and it's like, oh, what are they doing down in Hogtown, Gainesville? Oh, Dopey Dan and the girls set up a little barbecue, a little family barbecue with relationship ribs, I think they called it. I don't know what they called it. It was something like that, but it was dorky. It was ridiculous. And it wasn't, you know, what you think an 18-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid wants to see when he's picking out his future college. Think about it. What would you rather have? Dope Campbell under the lights at midnight, dope ass slingshot coming out deck to the nines, which if you haven't seen it, please go look at it because it's so Mike Norvell. Every little detail, like there's nothing tacky on it, but every detail is done. Like the, he thought about everything on this slingshot to make it, make it decked out. That's what's happening in Tallahassee. Meanwhile, they've got a balloon shaped U and a balloon you know, made out of balloons, UF and a couple little tables with white tablecloths and some little centerpieces and uh, some relationship ribs down in Gainesville. The contrast here is like the nerdy kid in high school who goes off to Silicon Valley, becomes an engineer, starts a startup, gets his equity, cashes out, coming back to the high school reunion just to flex on all the jocks. You know, you got Dopey Dan down there wearing his oversized khakis with his like all white tennis shoes, kind of just lumbering around, probably creeping out recruits at the table, making his wife back clean up and like, you know, be like, hey, I know my husband's weird, but I promise it's a really fun environment down here. And then again, pan over to Tallahassee and boom, we got five stars on five stars on five stars. Three of two of which are committed right now. Although I guess maybe Sam McCall is not fully a consensus five star, but he'll be there. We got the bell cows doing it. We got AJ Duffy on campus. I mean, I saw the best rant ever. Florida is, and I hope this makes your day a little better. They are so, so butthurt. They don't understand how they went from Kyle Trask to us getting the AJ Duffy commit. And honestly, it just comes down to look at the personality we've got up here. Look at the personality we've got down there. So uh, it's going to be a big summer. Keep a weathered eye on the Twitter horizon over the next couple of weeks. And just, just keep a lookout, folks, because big names are going to be dropping. Big names are going to be popping. And little names are going to be stopping. All the kids are flocking, my guys. Meanwhile, you know, Dopey Dan and the girls are trying to hope their milkshakes can bring all the, the boys to the yard. And they're currently probably under investigation for Child Protective Services. So I think oh, we're winning yeah. this. And yeah, folks, I think we're doing really well with that. Honestly, with that. And with the slingshot, I do see a little bit of hate with the slingshot on Twitter. 
I kind of want to reiterate it. Like, I'm not a big fan of slingshots either, but also we got to remember that it doesn't really matter if you guys like it as long as the kids are enjoying it. The kids love whipping around campus. I thought you thought Travis Hunter was going ear to ear last night going around campus. K-Man's big ass. I don't know how the hell he fit in that damn thing. But anyway, he came up there this morning with Coach Mike Norvell, and they're loving it. They're doing really well. And, like, I think Steve Wolfbaum put it perfectly that FSU right now is doing their best because they're recruiting the best right now. I think our momentum is great for us. This is, a, I think, a huge inflection point for the program. And, yeah, and, like, we said with the, the UF things, I mean, you got to do a little less because they have, they have been better than us. But it does look like a five-year-old birthday party because, trust me, I know I've been to a lot of places for Chuck E. Cheese with my own baby little cousins. But, no, I think right now we are just basically just the best in the state right now in terms of recruiting. Yeah, the momentum's undeniable. And look, I think it's, you know, things are 90% presentation and how you how you message it. My thing with the slingshot is not that I'm head over heels for these slingshot vehicles. I owned a motorcycle. I'm not the guy in the group on the slingshot. However, it's just, it was the, it was the fanfare of it, the presentation of it, having something cool. You know, it was very Mike Norvell of like, there was a, there was a marquee moment. It wasn't just, you know, okay, let's get them all here. And then what do we do? You know, there was just, it was, it was good to see that detail of something that's like, I don't care who you are. That garage door came up. There's smoke. The slingshot rolls out. You're going to think it's cool. You're in that moment. Maybe after. Yeah. yeah okay. Is it just a, yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I, I it's, it's, it's gimmicky. It's gimmicky. It's sure. like, yeah, uh, it's, it's like the, uh, it's the turnover chain in Miami. But the thing is, like I said before, the kids think it's really cool. And that's all the purpose of it is for. It's for the kids to enjoy. As long as the kids like it, who gives a damn that a bunch of 30 year olds have what they think about it on the timeline? That's not yeah. for us. It's for them. That's exactly right. And I will never repeat this again. So y'all are getting some exclusive content, but the reality is uh, Miami's been a lot better since the turnover chain than they were the five years before it. So look, gimmicky stuff. Professional wrestling is a wildly popular sport. It's a billion dollar industry and that's all gimmicky. So look, I'm not going to hate on some showmanship if it gets a positive response. Now, you know, you decide to bring out a turnover backpack and then you, you need overtime to beat FCS teams. Well, then I'll hate on it. But anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's tell you guys real quick before I get Drake's opinion about a few things because Drake's driving and it made me think of it about one of my favorite spots, one of my favorite internet things to check out. And that's rockauto.com. If you know me, you know, I love cars. You know, I'm not too, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of my old Jeep. I mean, you know, it does its thing, but it's not the, um, you know, it's not the most fun thing to whip. So I like to fantasy car shop a lot just like people go on Zillow fantasy wise. And when I do, I like to head over to rockauto.com and say, okay, if I'm going to buy this thing used, what's it going to cost me if, you know, some basic stuff breaks down? What's it going to cost me if some major stuff breaks down? And it's just added a new dimension to my fantasy car shopping. Now, right now I've got a fantasy Aston Martin sitting in the garage and I'll tell you what, maintenance on that thing is rough. So I wouldn't go that route, but you know, it's play money in my head. So who cares? Either way, go to rockauto.com. All of your, uh, your auto parts needs. They got you year, make model, random stuff, big stuff, little stuff. They got it all. So check it out. Rockauto.com. Tell them locked on sent you. And when you're done doing your work again, like I've said, why don't you head on in, call your buddies, call your wife, call your husband, whatever it is, uh, whoever it is you want to call and place a wager on if the car's repairs will last. Just kidding. You, you probably shouldn't do that. Uh, I don't want you to lose money because of me. I want you to win money because of me. And because I want that, I'm telling you right now, go to betonline.ag, lines and props on everything. Let me give you all a secret. I could probably say this or I'm going to lose my day job for it. But, you know, there was a time where I fancied myself a bit of a gamer. 
I like to uh, make a wager here. You will never beat the books in Las Vegas. They will, they will take your money every single time. They're going to beat you, whether it's over a year or whether it's the aggregate of 10 years, you will lose money if you try to compete with them. But where you can beat the books is by finding good lines. See, they have to make a line on everything. You don't have to bet on everything. So with a site like betonline.ag that has literally lines for everything, you can be really selective about which games you bet on. And that's how you beat the books. So head on over to betonline.ag, promo code locked on. You'll get a welcome bonus. It's great. Do it. Thank me later. Oh man, dude. I don't think I've dropped a gambling secret nugget on him yet. Have I, Drake? I mean, that was a if you guys uh skip through that's, that's a that's a blast from the past one. right there. That, I haven't heard you do that in a hot hot man there. Like, like look at you, man. Look at you getting a little more cuddle with it. Well, you know, the old me is uh is dead and gone. But anyway, we're quoting a lot of rap lyrics today, folks. Lots of them. Drake, I meant to ask you while you're on the road, since you know you kind of cut out for the first segment and I had to uh bear the brunt. What's on the uh what's on the playlist when when we hop off today, when we're done recording this at two, it'll be about three o'clock when we're done. Oh, that's a really, really tough question. I think it really depends. Right now, we are passing through Virginia, about to be in North Carolina within the next hour and a half. But I'm not playing any damn country music. Right now, I'm probably playing some Yeezy. Got a lot of Yeezy going on in the playlist in the car right now. Some a little bit of Wayne. Got some, you know, Nelson's number one mixtape a little bit drake no i dig that man in fact i'm pulling up right now so one of our loyal listeners who i hope is listening to this episode mr heath mccall he had asked about you know what are what are your top rap albums of all time on his twitter my my top three that i gave him was the carter three i can listen to that cover to cover in fact uh, it's on my spotify so a lot of times when i'm on an airplane and it's kind of the takeoff and landing you know times and i can't get a movie going that's what i'm that's what i'm bumping uh, the Eminem show is number two for me. Again, cover to cover. I've I've mellowed out a lot in my old age. You know, I've I've calmed down. I've I've talked to the right people about how to manage, you know, my feelings, which is which is a big, a big heady place. So like, you know, Eminem's really angry stuff doesn't resonate with me as much anymore. Maybe I skip through White America, but you know, as an album, it's still great. And then Drake, I, I you know, I, I I'm gonna read yours next, but for me, number three. It, number one in my heart really is Collision Course, Jay-Z, Linkin Park. I mean, I don't know what it is about that album, but what a cool, creative thing that was back in the day. I like yours too, though, to replying to Heath, you know, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I mean, obviously classic. I think I think that album probably came out around the time you and I met, right? Maybe, or was it a year before maybe, 2012-ish, probably? Uh, Take Care by Drake, and then, you know, we lined up on the Carter Three. So great, uh, great times with great people. Now, Drake, I was trying to stall to let you get into good service enough. I do want to ask your take on Kane Madden being there now. Kane Madden's the, I'm going to call him a five-star transfer. I mean, he's effectively an all-American level offensive lineman who is looking to transfer somewhere for one last year of eligibility. He's leaving Marshall. We have him on campus right now. It was announced, though, that he will be official visiting Notre Dame. And I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but dude, this feels like you versus the guy she told you not to worry about. Sorry, I just saw Drake's text that a truck exploded on the highway. Um, Better check out rockauto.com, you know? Anyway, we'll get back to Kane Madden. That's something I am a little worried about, but don't have Drake's sources or intel to answer the question well. And before we do that, I do want to tell you all about something I do have the sources and intel to tell you about. That's Built Bar. You know, I could go on and on about it, but I do it. All the time. I crushed a built bar today. I took last week off of the gym because, well, I was on staycation. I don't go to the gym on vacation. To me, 
exercise is something you do to earn your vacations. So I'm not going to do it while I'm there. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't see too many folks, um, you know, running wind sprints during the game on the sidelines. Built Bar though, when you are working out, great way to replenish. I like it for my afternoon snack. If you're a sweets in the morning type guy or gal, well, you could knock that out too. I grabbed the peanut butter brownie and at about three o'clock every day, although today I did it at about 2.15 before we started recording this, I grabbed my peanut butter brownie built bar, I crush a protein shake, and I eat my built bar. Get 18 grams of protein, five grams of carbs, five grams of sugar. Keeps me going, keeps me energized, and uh, I really enjoy it. All right, we can hear Drake now and we are back. So Drizzy Driz, tell me what's up before you lose service again. Caden Madden going to Notre Dame to visit. Should we be worried? What are you hearing? No, no, no. All right. I like Don't that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Basically from what I'm hearing right now, he's almost a thing. I think we're good. I think we're going to be solid. Notre Dame thing. I think it's more just like he's checking all, all of his options, but I think Alex Atkins definitely is going to be sealing the deal this weekend. Well, hell yeah, man. That's what I like to hear. I don't know. I find it interesting that he's going to Notre Dame because it's very clear what their strategy is, right? They've got, I think, what, two five-star true freshmen coming on campus. They'll probably want to use Kane Madden as sort of, you know, a buffer. And I think if I'm Kane Madden, I'm going to look at that and say, okay, but you're going to want to get them game action you know, with red shirting nowadays, they can play in four games. So, you know, how much of a full, t- he's not going to be probably a full-time starter, which I think to him probably matters. I mean, he'll get enough tape regardless, but with he us, only, it's like, he, you're the linchpin of the O-line. Yeah, he only has the one year, he only has the one year left anyways, too. So why am I going to give you some of your time to the kids that are just not coming in? For what, this is my, this is his money year. And he, like you said before, is a five-star transfer recruit and a top-tier All-American offensive lineman. If I'm him, you're messing with my food at that point if you're letting these two true freshmen who have another four years to play. So, no, go to FSU, which is the best option for him to play the entire year, and it'll show how he's a linchpin and a necessity for anyone's offensive line. Oh, 100%, man. I think it's like, you know, we want to stay with that metaphor, the guy versus you versus the guy she told you not to worry about. Well, we're sitting there with a diamond ring and we're ready to seal the deal. And he's talking to like nine other chicks. So I think Kane Madden will make the right decision. I'm glad to hear you reaffirm, even in the face of my doubts. And I'm, I'm excited. I mean, dude, if we add him, folks, I'll be like the guy from that book we all read as a kid. There will be so many caps on my head, as the kids say. Uh, it'll be uh, just, just elite. The most elite of the elite lies will be spewing from my mouth in just, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, the, the scary movie two exorcism scene, just rah, just full spew of elite lies about this team. But I do want to, I do want to make sure with this recruiting stuff, we don't lose focus on what we have to do. And that's play the upcoming season with the current people on the roster. Travis Hunter can't play for us this year. Disappointing. I know, but let's talk about the guys that are playing. Uh, Drake, I know you told us not to panic, but can you, Give me a little bit on the Destin Hill situation. I know his enrollment's deferred, but he signed a national letter of intent, so it's not like he's going anywhere. Um, what's what's going on with that? He's not going anywhere, folks. Basically, what's happening with him is the same situation that happened with Travis James and Maury Tate. The issue being is that he doesn't have enough, I think, common core credits in order to have his high school degree, which kind of sucks a little bit, but basically what he's going to probably do, the clearinghouse and clear him, so he'll probably take some online classes over this, over this summer. 
maybe one, maybe two here, and they'll be ready for the fall. But he won't most likely will not be playing this year, and that's going to be the primary. It kind of sucks, but that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah, that really does suck. But if I were going to offer any condolences, or I guess not condolences, any soothing words to that, it is the one position where we're probably surprisingly the deepest. I mean, we've got, you know, Josh Burrell. We've got McClain. Who's the guy I really liked? Help me out McClain. here. McClain almost had it. I'm going to get it. Uh, um, but yeah, no, we, we actually do. I think we, we've talked about this on the show before. Doesn't it kind of feel like we went from zero to hero on wide receivers? Like six months ago, we were like, who the hell is going to catch the football? And now I actually feel pretty good about that room, even if Destin Hill can't make it for the season. Yeah, I'm actually stoked for Malik McClain. Josh Burrell is probably one of my fair players out there. Andrew Parchment, I like. I think you'll you'll hear in the interview with James Coleman, he akins him to a faster and actually a much better route runner than Tamori and Terry, but the same size is probably a little bit faster. So yeah, the wide receiver room, it's deep. It runs deep. I'm solid for that. We have a great quarterback coming in as well too. So we're Destin Hill, just hey man, get just get those classes done, and we'll see you on campus in the fall, baby. Last thing I kind of want to kick around men's golf. They have head. They are headed into match play at the um at the nationals, NCAA nationals out in Arizona. Congratulations to them. We don't need to go into the format of that, but it's a head-to-head team versus team tournament. Good luck, guys. Really excited for you. I will be keeping track, keeping watch. I did a little digging uh, this morning and last night into our NCAA regional for baseball, as I promised. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about that maybe later, Uh, but this is kind of our last real episode for the week before we have James Coleman on tomorrow and Friday folks it's going to be a tough one we got to go to we got to go to Oxford Mississippi which is already you know relatively difficult we're going to have to face a team that beat Vanderbilt if we can even beat the Southern Miss Eagles who are a pretty good team this year i looked it up unfortunately they've been ranked most of the year by d1baseball.com they're they're not like don't let it's kind of like drake talked about with fgcu in baseball you cannot let the names fool you i mean you have to just kind of take it take the name for what it is and look at who they have and southern miss has a pretty good pitching staff and a lot of bats so i'm a little nervous because you know this team frankly we rely on a parker messick start and we're gonna have to not start him either against a pretty good southern miss team or against Ole miss and i don't know how we get away with that so uh stay tuned friday like 3 p.m i think um the Knolls are going to take on the Eagles. So I think we'll be good. You got to remember too that our team actually has the most wins against top 25 opponents in the country. So I'm actually not worried about that. And regionals is, our, is our, really our time to shine. Southern Miss, I mean, yeah, they're a good team, but I don't know actually how they have performed in postseason play. And that could be one thing that could be in our advantage. Also, I mean, the seeding does suck, but that's what you get for losing to either Mount State and starting the year off the way that you did. Uh, that's kind of what we harped on that. But I definitely think that we can definitely make it out of this regional. Uh, and Vanderbilt, that well, they had, well, they were a very, very good team for most of the year. They've kind of been limping back down the past week or two. So I'm actually, I'm stoked. I think we're going to do pretty, pretty well. Uh, Friday at 3 p.m., I think it's great. I don't think Parker's going to start the first game. I think I'll start the second game. So uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, you have to save him for game game two. You, you really can't start him against Southern Miss, I think. That would be that would be a bit of a scorcher strategy, and I'd be very surprised to see it. Although, you know, look, maybe Martin is thinking, hey, I got burned holding him for Friday against Duke. Maybe I need to start him. I just, that would, yeah, that would surprise me. So watch the game. We're going to see how it goes. We'll obviously be reporting on it. Drake, thanks for joining us from the road, buddy. I know, uh, yeah, I know that's not easy. I appreciate the dedication. We love all of you. 
And we can't wait to spend the off season with you because, Hey, we are under a hundred days till college football. We are almost there. And I could not be more excited with that. I'm your host, Max joining me on the move, Andre Silva. And this was locked on Seminoles. Take care, everybody. Good luck, ladies.